I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. G'day there, legends. DT's all right with me, DT's all right. Oh, yeah. One here, coach of the Warn Dogs, and here for another look at the Amy Community Series. Uh, this game was a ripper. Well, was it? No. It was Carlton against Melbourne, and another couple of uh, teams that have got the early buy. So we do get the opening round cheat code, but we're not wanting to touch too many of these guys. But a few players certainly put their hands up. And so I guess that's what we're here to talk about. We've got to well, talk off the top about Max Gone. 130 points he scored. So did that in 74% time on ground. Dominated the heck, really, out of um, Tom DeConning and, well, Pitnett, who was their sort of main ruck at the start or for the that part of the game. So, yeah, not um, not absolutely epic by those dudes, but it was epic by Max Gone. So he had 30 hit-outs, but, you know, 24 disposals in that is huge. Five marks. He kicked two goals, so inflated, yeah, maybe, but I think this is a thing that we um, know that Max can do and what we can see from him. So definitely uh, put his hand off. I think it was 26.5% ownership during the game, so we'll see what that looks like. Uh, yeah, today, later on, we'll see how that goes. Obviously, um, no sort of massive victory laps or anything like that about him, but we'll see what that's looking like when, with what Xeri does, old Tristan Cherry, see what he does on Sunday, but um, it might be a little bit of a shift of where people are thinking what they do with their rucks. Do you just go that gone and Grundy, which is probably the most popular combo now, but does that get even more popular is, I guess, the big question with that. So he did certainly um, dominate. Um, what else do we get out of this? So we'll stick with Melbourne. So their midfield there... Um, they sort of had a fairly tight rotation, I guess, and you basically saw those guys in the guts as as the main ones there. So um, Salem, he got the most centre bounce in the end um, for them, which is crazy. But he was in there with Viney Petrarca, and then Sparrow was probably the other one there that you might have had in that mix as those those four midfielders so but Salem was probably do you call him the surprise packet not necessarily we've heard talk that this is what's going to happen and um 
Yeah, there's no Oliver, so that's the big thing there. So he's clearly coming into that uh, long-term. Um, he played VFL, so he was all right, I think. But, um, yeah, whether he plays opening round or not, but you'd be a pretty brave person to be betting against um, the fact that Oliver should be in there in their round one team. So even if he didn't play opening round, but I think, that he will. That's how I see it anyway. Not that I'm a selector or very far from an expert in this stuff, but that was what the Ds looked like with that. So we did see some big scores there also. Christian Salem, so he did rack up 103. He had 23 disposals and nine tackles in that, which sort of helped him get up there, but he was great in the midfield. He was 74% time on ground. Tom Sparrow was 83%, got those centre bounces there as well. So he was a 113 score. He kicked three goals there to go with his seven tackles. So a pretty nice stat line all the way across. But, you know, that's a bit inflated. Mid only. We're not really considering him there. Could be one of those later picks for your draft if you're you're considering that. But, yeah, what's it looking like? Is Salem ahead of that? So does it go your um, Viney, Petrarca and Oliver when he's there and then is Salem the next one. So that's it's going to be an interesting one to watch. Obviously, Salem has the defender status, so one for draft that you definitely will be having a look at. Um, Trent Rivers, he didn't really... Well, actually, did he get any midfield clock? Let me have a quick look at that. He had... Uh, No, he didn't have any CBAs at all because I did just see him basically off the halfback and that's what he did look like. So um, that was his score of 80. It wasn't too bad from 80% time on ground because he did end up having seven marks as part of his 24 disposals as well. Um, Viney had a 72. He was getting attention from George Hewitt, but yeah. which he's going to, isn't he? But he didn't get any marks, wasn't given any room to do that. And he was seven kicks, 16 handballs in the work that he did there. But, you know, all heap of contested possessions, essentially, for him. That's what his game is, and that's what that's all about. Um, A couple of the rookies worth talking about. Well, probably the one that is on everyone's lips, and that's Caleb Windsor. So he had 46 points, kicked two goals in that, but he looked really good. I think it might be one of those players that could be a bit flashy with what he does. But, yeah, he... He did look good, 11 disposals there. Um, I think he's sewn up that spot on the wing, so he'll be there. 280K, is that uh, too much to... Well, it's not too much to be paying, but if he's on your bench for that, is that getting a little bit too much? Um, Because he could be a little bit sporadic with those scores. Like, you know, if you're kicking two goals and playing a wing roll and only scoring 46, then that's that's got to be a little bit of a concern, I guess. That's where that is. The other one's there, Bailey Laurie. He scored a 56. He had 17 disposals. Um, So he's going to be right in the mix there. But, yeah, he's going to be one again. Those scores could be flipped each week. Not that that was a huge one, 56, but it was a little bit better than old mate Caleb Windsor. Well, 10 points to be exact. Um, what else do we think about from them? That's probably about where we are. So Clayton Oliver's the big one. Um, oh, Cozzy Pickett got a few CBAs as well. Um, so he had a 75-point game. Kicked one goal four. That's where he, yeah, could have had a much bigger score if he actually hit the scoreboard. Speaking of hitting the scoreboard, oh mate, Harry, he kicked three goals and he had a 106. So 10 marks in that. So a pretty big game and that was nice. That's where I think Roy's been a little bit going, um, talking about Kerno still being as good as what he is last year. He kicked three goals as well and scored a 56. So I feel like Harry's going to just be better this year and that's a, just an in general thing. And this is going with no stats. This is the vibe as uh, we 
it's interesting talking about the vibe sometimes in the fantasy community, but we can go with that. But that's just about where I sort of feel. So, And they could be bouncing. One dude has a good week, the other one has a better one, but they both kicked three goals in the end. So there it was. But Carlton, they didn't uh, do a hell of a lot, really. Kicked 10 goals, three. So only three behinds. Um, all of those kick-ins to, um, for the Demons were taken by my boy, Jake Bowie. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Jake Bowie. We love him. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're not picking him, um, but he took all three of the kick-ins. Uh, so more on the, the blues there. Um, Sam Doherty I liked uh, the look of because he was sort of behind the ball a little bit. Still had, I think it was at 40-odd percent CBAs, but he found himself getting a little bit of it behind the ball. Um so he had some of his stats there, seven marks is nice, and that's maybe a, an area that he may, a lot might think he drops a little bit um, with his mid-roll, but um, that was there for him. So 22 disposals and those seven marks, four tackles as well. He looks good. I just liked him. Um, just a wonder watch, I suppose, just in case he does get that little bit more defender time, defensive time, and therefore picks up defender status. So just, yeah, wonder watch on that. Um Hewitt doing that, Tagger Ross scored a 94, so he had 17 handballs in his 25 disposals. Uh, moving along, well, let's go right down the bottom there, and Orazio Fantasia with a 22, 82% time on ground, and he was out there, well, play, played the whole game out, which is a really positive thing for him, I guess, that they didn't even put him on ice at any point, but yeah, that's... You're not touching him at that 269k as cheap as he is. He's going to pop some decent scores at times, I reckon. But yeah, you're taking you're taking on um, a risk, I guess. That's it. And a 22 point game could happen for him quite easily because he was very deep forward, like he literally was a forward pocket. So that's where it is. My boy Jackson Bins, who I picked up last year, sillily. Oh, but he was dominating in the VFL. Um, so he scored 18 from 45% time on ground. So when he got his chance, I think in the third quarter, he sort of finally got out there maybe. Oh, actually, I can't remember that now because they actually had a couple going through because Motlop got injured um, fairly early. So... Um, yeah, actually, I can't remember when Bins got on there now from that because it was all a little bit of a blur. I did flick early on between watching our Jack Jumpers get a nice win, so they got through to the semi-finals. So bring it on, Wildcats. That'll be good. Um, anyway, sorry, we're talking about AFL fantasy football here from this Amy Community Series. What else have we got there? Um, it's probably enough that I really want to talk about because this is a really tough game. 
both of these teams have early buys, and Carlton's the worst one because they do have the round two buys, so really tough. We heard that, um, so their main one missing of fantasy relevance there was Zach Williams. He did play in the VFL scratch match, pracky game, uh, in the morning. Um, didn't really see heaps out of it, but he got through. Um, I did see one thing at one point. I think he had six touches in the first quarter, so that's something that we'll look a little bit deeper at and see what we can find out more. But we do, again, get that round a zero, the opening round cheat code on that one. So we'll see what that's looking like there. So um, as for the team scores, Carlton racked up 1380, so about normalish, um, and then Melbourne were a 1511, which... You saw a few at that top end, so they had three tons, um, and then uh, three in the eighties. And for Carlton, they had the one ton there in Harry Sam Doherty with the ninety-eight. So they had a couple others there, Hewitt and Acres in the nineties, and then a couple others there with Sad and Old Kempy in the eighties too. So uh, yeah, they're the main things. This will be a bit of a shorter and sharper episode. If you head to our Patreon patreon.com slash dctalk and you want to check out tonight um, a bit of a watch along we're going to watch the Sydney and Brisbane and the GWS and Suns game Uh, we'll watch the first half of those um, stream that live on our Patreon so you can jump in and basically listen to us have a chat with us we're going to be talking some rubbish there it'll be a little bit of fun as we watch those and and consume some info as we sort of get ourselves ready actually for saturday night which is going to be a lot of bloody fun when we are um commentating the hawthorne and western bulldogs game so you can be tuning into that on afl.com.au and the afl live official app so you can get onto those which will be a pretty sweet um anyway let me know if you get anything else out of the Carlton and Melbourne game. I'm not sure exactly what else we can get there. I think we mentioned most of the key relevant players. Hard watch sometimes when you've got these teams with these early buys, but Max gone. I've got no reason not to have you as my R1. Jeez, imagine. Could he, could he end up being number one or number two? Could he knock off a Marshall or a... Um, a Marshall or an English there. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But this is why I like him, because I think he can be right up there. You know, this is the first time he's been solo ruck for a while. The only blokes he was there with, JVR had a hit out. Um, Shaki, is Shaki going to be in there round one? He kicked a couple of goals. So um, it, it was nice to see Shaki do that. But, yeah, this is about all I'm getting out of this one. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast feed on your Spotify or Apple podcast, do that. And I'll be back tomorrow with the next one. A couple of games to talk about next time. All right. Thanks, legends. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.